Hi everybody, this is Wintree. This is the Fancy Wrestling Talk Podcast. It's the only Fancy Wrestling Talk Podcast anywhere on the internet. Uh, thank you for listening. If you guys have never listened to my podcast before, basically I compare WB Fantasy Wrestling to basically fantasy football. I tell you who had a good week, who had a bad week, who to start, and who to sit. I try to keep this under 15 minutes because I know you guys are busy. Um, if you guys have never listened before, basically really how it's going to work is I give you three broad things that happen during the week, you know, real broad topics that, you know, have major sticking points for foreseeable future for fantasy. I go over my top studs, my top duds, and I go over last week who I said to start and sit. I go over this week who to start and sit, and I give you my fantasy wrestling uh, stat of the week. So without further ado, let's qu- quickly three things that we learned during the week. Uh, number three, um, when talking to Adam Pierce. Adam Pierce mentioned to Drew McIntyre that there's a higher power. Um, I don't know where they're going to go with the storyline. Uh, Pierce says it's not DeVille. DeVille says it's not Adam Pierce. Whatever. But there's somebody screwing over Drew McIntyre. I don't know where to go with this, but they're going to have to do something with this to kind of do a bigger job for fantasy-wise. Uh, number two is uh, Jeff Hardy. I don't know if you know. Got released during a week. This had some repercussions for fantasy, but not as much as you might think. He really wasn't in much of a storyline. Uh, the person that actually affects the most is Baron Corbin, because that's who Jeff Hardy was rivaling right now. I'll get to that in a little bit. Um, but they're going to do some shuffling for Baron Corbin, so I don't know what they're going to do for his storyline for a little bit, for a little while. Um, and the number one thing we learned this week is that Omis and AJ Styles are splitting up. Probably not right away. But they're probably going to fight each other probably at WrestleMania. So they're going to do a nice slow build during that. But the way they were fought, they, the way they fought each other, not really fought, but they were having an argument. Um, that looks like that's where they're going. Okay, so now let's get into a top three fantasy studs of the week. There was a lot of uh, point value matches that happened during the week. Cage matches, title matches. Um, there's a lot of points that are out there for this week. But let's go through my opinion of the top three fantasy studs of the week. Uh, number three, the New Day, Kofi and Xavier Woods. Uh, they won a three-way match involving the Usos and RK Bro. This match actually made no sense at all. There was no build-up to this match at all. They just kind of threw it together. I think it had to do with the Jeff Hardy thing, but I can't make, I can't prove that. But anyways, if you have the Usos, either Jeff or uh, Xavier Woods, you got a lot of points for winning this triple threat match. Uh, number two. Fantasy stud of the week is Becky Lynch. She successfully defended her Raw Women's title against Liv Morgan. She did win by pin. She was holding the ropes, but a win is a win. Ref didn't see it. Liv Morgan's probably going to wiggle her way into a title match later. But it's not like there was some kind of like um, way that she didn't win by like DQ or anything like that. So uh, Becky Lynch is the number two fantasy stud of the week. My number one fantasy stud of the week usually up there every week, is Big E. He successfully beat Kevin Owens in the steel cage. Um, he got attacked by Seth Rollins later, but that's not the point. The point is that um, he won the match. He's clearly better than Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens is definitely leaving. It's just a matter of time. So, um, good, win for Ke- uh, good win for Big E. Uh, as for our top three fantasy duds of the week, uh, these are wrestlers that didn't have to have a match, but fantasy-wise, you kind of feel like, what? This makes no sense at all. So let's just go over through them real quick. Uh, number three, Baron Corbin. I said this earlier. 
that his rivalry, him and Madcap Moss, a rival with Jeff Hardy, their match that was advertised during the week got scrapped because of Jeff Hardy getting released. Uh, you got to kind of wonder what they're going to do with Baron Corbin for the storyline. He might be off TV for a week or two, and they kind of shuffle stuff around. So he's my number three fantasy dud of the week. Once they get a storyline with him, it, it could be anybody. Um, expect him to be up and running back every week, but until they do, you got to kind of wonder what they're going to do for next week or so. Uh, number two, Dewdrop. Dewdrop finally fought a match against uh, Bianca Belair. It was a pretty good back-and-forth match. It could have went either way. Um, but it eventually got to the point where Dewdrop got knocked out of the ring. And instead of going back into the ring, she actually took the count out. Which kind of made her look weak. Um, I don't know if they didn't want her to eat a loss or a pin or whatever. But it was kind of weird on how they had that match end um, for her. Bianca Belair, it doesn't matter what her do, what she does. She's, she's going to look good in matches. But she, you should have Dewdrop lose a different way than that. I know it's a, the villainish way to do a thing, but you, you didn't need to do that. Um, and the number one fantasy dud of the week is Charlotte. Okay, so Charlotte was met fighting uh, Tori Storm. She was winning enough of the match where it wasn't going to be in doubt. Um Eventually, you get to the point where Charlotte just got DQ'd for hitting Tori Storm unnecessarily. There was no point of Charlotte doing this. Um, Charlotte should have just beat her clean or had her win by count or anything. No, she's winning the match and she caused herself to get DQ'd. Now, this is going to force her to fight Tori Storm probably at day one. Like I said, it served no purpose. It just actually hurt Charlotte in the long run for doing this. So, um, she's my fantasy dud of the week. Now, this is my favorite part of the week. I go through my uh, my starts and sits of last week's, and I tell you how they did for the week, and then, and then I tell you after this is done, my start and sex for next week's. So let's get into last week. I said to start Becky Lynch. I said she's going to beat Liv Morgan. The worst she's going to do is get DQ'd, um, which did not happen. She actually won that match outright. She was holding the ropes, but she won the match outright. So Becky Lynch was a correct pick by me for a start. I said to start Zyla Lee. Um, it's an advertised for her during the week. She actually didn't have a match at all. She saved Naomi from being attacked from Natalia and Shayna Blazer and Sonya Deville. I mean, whatever. If you advertise for somebody to be on the show, at least have them be on the show. I would have liked to have seen her fight a match. She's probably going to fight a match next week. Um, but, I mean, if you want to introduce her to have her fight... Natalia, she's probably going to beat Natalia next week. Or, But if she's going to fight Shayna Blazer, fine, that should be a good match. But as of right now, she did not have a match yet, so that was actually a bad pick by me. Um, I said to sit Sami Zayn. I said he got a couple F5s. He's not going to fight this week, and I was correct. He came out in a wheelchair, and he obviously didn't have a match. I said to sit Tamina. Um, I said she was out there just to kind of fill out the, the tag match and women's. Um, the 4-4 four four tag match for women's match on Raw. I was correct on that. Now she's back to not really having a storyline. I know she chased um, Dana Brooke for the 24-7 title, but you can never rely on a 24-7 title for anything. You can't rely on that for matches or anything like that. So uh, I was correct. She did not have a match. So Lynch, I was correct. Zaya Leo was wrong. Uh, Sami Zayn, I was correct. And Tamina, I was correct. So those three out of my four picks, I was correct. Now, as for this week, I am going to start Omis. 
Um, I think if they're going to separate him and AJ, I think they're going to have an argument before Raw starts. And AJ's going to say something like, oh, if you want to do it by yourself, uh, almost fine. Go see what you can do by yourself. So I think almost is going to fight somebody in singles competition, and he's going to win this week. I'm going to start the Usos. Um, Roman Reigns is coming back next week. Uh, I'm expecting the Usos have a, to have a comeback win, either by help from Roman Reigns or they don't want to look embarrassed in front of Roman Reigns being there. So expect for them to, to win this week against somebody. So I'm going to take the Usos as a start. Uh, I am going to sit Carmella. Uh, my logic in this is that so Nikki has ASH and Rhea Ripley are rivaling Carmella and Queen Zelina Vega. Uh, they're doing like tag matches or singles matches. So last week um, Nikki SH fought uh, Selena Vega, Vega won. So I'm expecting op- this opposite week for Rhea Ripley to fight Carmella, and Rhea Ripley should get the win over Carmella. So I'm going to sit Carmella because of this. I know it's really confusing, but I'm going with Carmella with a loss. Um, I'm going to sit Chad Gable and Otis, Heavy Machinery. I, I don't want to explain to you how bad Chad Gable's been since WrestleMania. That's a different story. But uh, now that they've been knocked out of the Raw Tag Team Tournament, um, I don't think they're going to have a match this week. Um, you're only going to have probably one match this week, probably the championship match between... Um, not really championship. But anyways, you're going to have a match between the uh, Mysterios uh, and the Street Profits. So I don't expect Gable and Otis to have a match at all this week. So I'm going to sit both of them. Um, as for my... Uh, favorite stat of the week, fantasy fantasy wrestling stat of the week. My fantasy wrestling stat of the week is uh, with a singles loss to Damian Priest uh, because the open challenge, because Damian Priest has just been a workhorse for fantasy. Uh, Robert Roode has now lost his last four singles matches. Um, it's kind of uncommon for him to fight in singles matches because he's been with Ziggler for a lot, but he does fight in singles often. Um, his last singles win was February of 28 of 2020, which was a while ago, against Kofi Kingston. So it's been a long time since he had a singles win. Before that, his last singles win was all the way back in 8-12-19 versus uh, No Way Jose. Now, just for a reference, you should never have No Way Jose for any kind of fantasy stat. Because he's been gone for so long and he's never that good. But that just tells you Robert Roode has to... He won a 24-7 previous to do that. that um, but he, it's basically been the kiss of death for him for the since he won the 24-7 title. Um, I think he has to break away from Ziggler and he has to go on his own way because this Dirty Dogs thing hasn't done anything either. So if you have either one of the Dirty Dogs, you can't, you can't use them because they can't win either way. Okay, that's it for this week in fantasy. Um, I hope you guys enjoy listening to my podcast. And I just want to tell you that you can't smell uh, wintry without W-I-N. Um, if you guys want a fantasy stat, stat or sit um, to accommodate your fantasy wrestling league, uh, you can direct message me at Mike at Real Wintry. Uh, hook me up on Twitter, and I will answer your question directly. Okay, uh, thank you for listening, and I hope you guys have a good week. Thank you.